probably. On that note, welcome to hooking up with Adam and David over here at the uh, Flores Theater Comiskey. The usual hangout spot for um that just happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck just a little bit less. Uh, we're going to try and do an unedited show. I might have to put a little music in the front of this, but besides that, hopefully it's nothing that we really have to work on, because what's the point? So, uh, David came over, and I'm like, man, you know, you and I have never actually just sat down and recorded anything before, so I was, I kind of want to try that out, see if we could carry a conversation. Um, there's going to be no topics, just pretty much just us talking like we always do. Sort of like uh, how we used to be at work, even though we don't really talk about work. A uh, big part of me wanted to see what that was going to sound like with the hookah in the background. Well, that we've done brought. that already. Yeah, but just with it being... Now we just... But now in the fucking... Um, that just happens. Click. That's true. Click. Alright, so... Dave and I are both really big uh, comic book fans. Granted, comic books are not what they used to be. Even from like five, six years ago. They're not bad. It's They're just, not bad, but it's rehashing ideas. And the I understand that they that they want to make things PC accessible be, because now that these movies are blown up. Yeah, but the thing is, like, are you gonna see the new Miss Marvel on the big screen? You're gonna see Captain Marvel. You're not gonna see uh, Camilla Khan. Yeah, so like that. I know her last name is Khan, which I have no problem with the character, but. That character, it, okay, I'm not. I don't think superhero movies are ever gonna go out. Like, who was it? One of the some actor said it's a fad, or some producer or writer said it was a fad. They said it was gonna go the way of the western. Yeah, I don't think it will because the market that you've niched in is we're gonna grow up, we're gonna raise kids. Our kids are gonna have their superheroes. Eventually, theirs. Like, I believe you will see a Miles Morales Spider-Man on screen. And I, some I wouldn't point. mind that. I wouldn't mind either. See, this is what I'm really hoping they get it back. They could do an entire universe on the Spider-Man. Because you have all these different universes. I would kill for two movies I'd kill for. Spider-Man 2099 and and a Batman Beyond movie. And Venom? I'd kill for a Venom that doesn't (laughs) suck. No, if... Okay. Would you you understand what I mean? Who who would you cast as Eddie Brock? Eddie Brock? If you could cast anybody that's out right now, who would you cast? See, here's the thing. Because you want muscle-bound Eddie Brock, right? Yeah. I want... Late 90s, Eddie Brock hit, you know, because Eddie Brock was always a big guy. He was yeah. never a slender guy. He was a bodybuilder, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was a bodybuilder in his off time, but he was a journalist. A crappy one and a hack, but he was a journalist. So, like, I would take somebody uh, Batista size. I would take somebody even, and this is so fucking, might be too big, but I don't know, Brock Lesnar. That might be a little big. I mean, he's a little bit on the upper end of it, just he's a, like... I think a happy medium between the two is Triple H, because I think his steroid days are behind him. I think if you were to do, if Tom Hardy were to bulk up like he did for Bane. I don't know, because I don't like, I don't know. Because you need somebody that's going to be able to carry the movie. If he's the main actor. Yeah. Then you need somebody that's going to embrace that. But I'm not opposed to them finding a new person. No, no, not at all. I mean, everyone, even you wrote off Batista. Yeah. I mean. And then we saw Guardians of the Galaxy, you're like, son of a bitch. Well. I mean, he didn't have be- that complex of shit, but I mean, he was still. that. When I found out that when he got the role, A, he cried, and B, he went straight to his acting coach and he's like, I want to double down on lessons. You never saw Riddick, did you? Uh, I saw... Not 
Pitch I saw Black, the first not Cron- one. Okay. I saw, the, I saw the first Riddick and Pitch Black. Okay, the second one, Batiste isn't that. He plays a bounty hunter. And he's no good, right? Is his acting no, good? No, he wasn't. His, I mean, his character wasn't depth. He didn't have much depth. But there's one part where he's, like, trying to shoot this dog that's getting annoying because they're trying to hunt down Riddick. And, uh, you know, he shoots him. He goes to shoot him through a scope. Misses. And then he goes, yeah, good shot. Now we're only five feet to the left of the target. We're getting there. And then later on, they're like, is that the same Dingo Dongo that you, that you shot earlier? No, I think it's a different one. And he's, the camera's focused on him. They all look at him. He looks to the left. He's like, it might be the same one. And it was just, I think the script helped, but he was a very deadpan, Arnold Schwarzenegger-esque character. Yeah. He didn't have much. And, like, I mean, even in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, he was pretty deadpan in terms of inflection. Yeah. But even still, he was able to, like, this green whore is my friend. Yeah. You know, he got some, like, where he actually was able to change the tone up a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maggie. I, I heard that's amazing. I still haven't seen it. I am so happy. I was never, I'm I'm a proponent of buying product. I don't like to bootleg. I don't like to download. If it's a product that I really like, I'm going to give you my money. Yeah. Now, I did watch on one of those, tor- like, those streaming sites, I did watch Age of Ultron. It was after I'd already bought the ticket. I had already seen it in the theaters, but it was before, like, you know, because they waited the longest to make it for, I think, Thanksgiving to get yeah. it. And I was just like, fuck, I want to watch that movie again. So, uh, somebody had told me about it because a copy, the first episode of Supergirl got leaked on it. Mm-hmm. And I'd watched that because I was interested in the property. I'm like, oh, I want to see it. But I just ran it through there and I found it on there. And that's when I told you about the scene with the all the Infinity Stones actually make a brief appearance. Mm-hmm. But I watched it and I watched Maggie on there because I'm like, I don't know when this is fucking coming out. I don't even know if it did. Did it get a limited release, like a Boondock Saints disc release? Because I feel like I never saw it in the theater. I, I don't think it's been released in the theater yet. But then my God, because this movie's been done for like yeah, I think, six fucking I think it's, months. You know how they do that with like some Sundance film movies? Like they'll have like a limited release that you can watch and then they'll release it in theaters if it gets a big enough following. I think that's where they went with this. Okay, because that's... I mean, you know, I was, like, watching it with this Maggie movie, and I was like, wow. You know, he's not... I don't think he's going to win an award, but this is the most emotion and range I've seen out of the guy. Yeah. I mean... Like, what he's watching... That and End of Days, I heard, are, like, in terms of his acting abilities, up there. Yeah. But, Um, I mean, give me... I I want a Batman Beyond movie. I thought Batman Beyond was extremely underrated. Who are you going to play Terry McGinnis? That, see, that, see, that one you're going to have to problem. go for like a, you know, you an go... actor that you can cast as a late teen, early 20-something. Believe it or not, I think if you were to get Zac Efron in the role, Oof. maybe not dye his hair black. Because I think that would be too stark change of of that. But you have, you have the almost rambunctious kid that you can have him meet Bruce Wayne. In the future or whatever. Who would you pick to play the chiseled old Bruce Wayne? And if you say Ben Affleck, I swear to God. Alright, then we'll move on from that. Oh, wow. Really? Just to You keep, haven't even seen No, him? but I'm saying just to keep the continuity of these uh, movies together. Why are you worried about continuity? There's no continuity between this and the Dark Knights. Fuck that. But DC's trying to do that now. I think DC's putting the fucking horse before the, you know, the wagon before the horse on that one. Uh-huh. I mean, they're making a they're trying to run Green Lantern they Corps walk. movie. So I'm I'm geeked for that. I'm geeked for that, but I just I don't like I hope they have fired their writing staff. Because they should have looked at fucking Guardians of the Galaxy and walked into the 
gotten everybody that wrote for Green Lantern and being like, how did you guys fuck this up so terribly? Did you guys, were you familiar with this property at all before you started writing for it? What? I, or are you guys just throwing shit at the wall and seeing like, okay, well, we can kind of link that idea to Like that I mentioned link. before, Secret Origins is really close to to the Green Lantern movie in story. In story, it's very, very close. It's still maybe close, not the, but there's... Maybe not the Parallax shit, but... Yeah. And, but I mean, come on. But the conversations he has, I, it's all right there. I always made fucking jokes about Parallax in the comics being the big space bug. I'll take the space bug over the fucking shit. The they... cloud? Yeah, the, the Galactus, Galactus part two. <laughs> all right, well, going back to Venom. Because, so we cast whomever we cast for Venom. <coughs> Who would be the villain? Because you don't want to go Carnage right off the bat, because that's blowing no. your load too early. Um. Well, okay, first off, I need you to answer me this. Am I going to keep it in New York, or am I going to have him go to like San Francisco, like where Eddie Brock ended up in the comics? Go to San Francisco. Okay, well, for the introductory one, I can do the Punisher. Okay, so then would you... If you want it, I could... Do you want there to be John Ber Bernthal then? No, I want it to be Thomas Jane. They're not going to do that. I don't give a shit. If this is my movie that I'm fucking coming up with ideas, I want <laughs> but Thomas I'm, Jane But I'm back. saying... I'm saying if I don't think Bernthal's going to sell it to if, me. If Marvel's coming up to you right <clears throat> now and they're like, we want to make this Venom movie, but you have to work with the cast that's already um, involved. Then I'm probably going to go with the new villain. I'm going to pick Sin Eater. Okay. Um, otherwise, if you want me to use a Spider-Man villain, I'm going to say give me Hobgoblin. Okay. Because some incarnations of the Hobgoblin have been borderline sadistic. I wouldn't mind even if they started with Jack-O-Lantern first. For those I, that don't I, know, quick comic book <clears throat> notes, Jack-O-Lantern turned into Hobgoblin later on. Yeah, he started off as a petty crook. I think he might have stole a little bit of early Goblin tech for his hovering... What was his mode of transportation? Was it just a disc? Yeah. At first, the... the it was kind of like a just the, rocket power. Yeah, the Jack-O-Lantern thing was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, which... <clears throat> he could, like, I don't know if well, you don't read the Venom comics. They did actually come out with a new Jack-O-Lantern. And it was more of a goth. It was a, actually not a bad drawing. Mm -hmm. It was very more gothic, kind of borrowing from uh, the, you know, almost like the Pumpkin King motif from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Um, but yeah, because that was going to be my next question. Is how would you pull that off? Um, it was more of like... Almost for lack of a better word, it was like a headless horseman getup from Sleepy Hollow. The leather bodysuit, the tattered cape. I don't know why I'm wrong. Um, now, <clears throat> what kind of. If they shoot this movie, how do you want it to look? Because that's my big thing. Is like, you don't want it too dark. Be because, to me, that's, that's <clears throat> the problem with a lot of these DC movies. It's, just, oh, it's yeah. too dark for the sake of being like, look how dark we can get. And you already yeah. have that with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. You already have that fucking Batman versus Superman. That too. <clears throat> but in, in terms of Marvel, I want to look, Marvel keeps this bright atmosphere about it. I want it to look... And I think if you had Venom in broad fucking daylight... No, I won't work. I think it still would look awesome. It would look good, but Venom's always been more of a Twilight, you know time of day, night character, not like, you know, to play on Batman, but, you know, if you had Batman fucking sailing around Gotham, you know, fucking sailing around at fucking noon, you're gonna be like, well, I'm not sure what's going on here. The good thing about Venom, though, is that <clears throat> he looks like a monster, so yeah. day or night, people are gonna be scared of him, yeah. and that's the one thing I liked a lot about, and I'm not a Spider-Man fan, but Spider-Man 2, the movie, not Amazing Spider-Man 2, but Spider-Man no, 2. No, I know what you meant. 
um, or hell, even Spider-Man 1, the, the fight scenes that they <clears> had in the daytime looked so clean. That's actually what I was going to say. I'd want to look similar to Spider-Man 2, maybe a bit more night shots. Yeah. Like, because, you know, I can't remember what Eddie Brock did for his day gig. I think usually it almost always had him, like, being a drifter. Yeah. Um. So. Back in his lethal protector days. Yeah. So do you want him introduced in the Spider-Man movie first? And then brought into because it's it's hard to to have Venom without Spider-Man. Yeah, it is. Um, I would probably say yeah, you'd have to introduce him first. Um, if you introduce him, then you can have him like they're basically doing with the new Spider-Man, uh, springboarding him from Avengers to his own solo project. You could introduce him. Civil War. Yes. Sorry. Um, which, for lack of better words, might as well be Avengers two point five. And, and I'm okay with it. Oh, no. I'm perfectly good with it, but I'm, like, looking at Captain America Civil War, and I'm like, you might as well just put Civil War and in smaller print Captain America 3. I mean, this is like a... Captain America might be carrying it emotionally, but he's not carrying the movie. Well, I mean, it... I don't know. I With that, I'm very anxious. But, so you have a Spider-Man <clears throat> movie. But anyway, I mean, they either reach a stalemate, or you can even have Spider-Man beat him. Yeah. And he's like, you haven't won. I will be back. And then, you know, <clears throat> at some point down the line, either introduce Cletus Cassidy, because I'm not accepting any, you know, we, you know, this amazing Spider-Man, the suit was created in the lab shit. No, that shit's garbage. It, it, if you create it from an alien substance, I think that replicating and creating these damaged offspring... You can create a lot more. I always thought the symbiotes that were created from Venom and Carnage were always, at least, they never felt watered down. With the exception of, there was a, during Separation Anxiety, there was five different symbiotes that were all spawned from Venom. Each one looked different, but they only, like, fleshed out, I think, two. Then they became hybrid, Mm -hmm. which they did flesh out because they gave him his own comic. And there's another one now that Eddie Brock's currently bonded to. It's called the Toxin Symbiote. Yeah. Which looked a lot better when it was first drawn. Okay, so you have a Spider-Man movie. Uh-huh. I say do at least one solo Spider-Man movie before you introduce Venom. I'd, I'd be okay with one or two. I mean, that's the thing is they always want to blow their wad. I mean, look, yeah. it was, it's, the, it's Spider-Man 3 syndrome all over again. But see, you Spider-Man f- 3 would have been fine if Venom was the solo bad guy. I agree fully. The Sandman could have been a standalone bad guy. They could have done him alone for that one. And set up the suit just dripping onto, you know, Parker, or dripping onto Brock. Have him, have Parker defeat Sandman, and then have Venom watching from the shadows. And then that sets you up for the next movie. I don't, and I don't get the shit with, what were they trying to do with this Green Goblin 3? That was, that was terrible. But. I think you gave him a fucking a hover snowboard. If if they would have done that, it'd have been really cool. If like you said, Venom's watching from the shadows, and, and then, then just you know, the over with the sneers new, it goes and swings away. Or even if he says something like like um, we found him, just so that they get the we thing that Venom always oh, used so to say. He always speaks in second person. Mm-hmm. Like oh we <clears throat> we have found him, and then just fades to black. Yeah, I just don't want it to come off sounding golemisk. No, no. <clears throat> so you, you could have that. Even if you play it off that exact way. You can have that. Leave Green Goblin alone for these next Spider-Man movies. 
you can do the ultimate green uh, Green Goblin. Well, we don't need Green Goblin <clears throat> anyway. We've had fucking. You don't need him, but you need three a... <clears throat> three movies with the Green Goblin. William Defoe did it good. William William Defoe did a great job. I wasn't keen on the suit he had. No. That's, <coughs> see, that's a big problem that I have with these movies. Is you have the superhero always in a superhero costume, which and is usually fabric based, with the not X Men movies notwithstanding. Yeah. But then you have the villains always have. Body armor, body armor, suits. or you know, no, we want the like, like bullseye in Daredevil. I know it's the Daredevil no, that's fine. You, but I mean, he, but didn't he have like, just a trench coat? Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, you have this guy in a red fucking suit running around the city. Throw the other guy in a black suit. It's fine. Yeah, but you have you have to like you could have made him have that black leather costume if you really wanted because they seem to really want him. But he needs that trench coat. He needs that. You know, I'm sorry, bad guy. Always you think dirty, evil. Bad. Give him that dirty, janky fucking trench coat. Okay. So you don't even have to be dirty, but give him a fucking... You can't make it a leather trench coat. That would limit mobility. You'd almost have to go with fabric. Here's another question. How would you feel <clears throat> if they made... If they had the standoff between Venom and Spider-Man. All that happens. He goes to San Francisco and they make a Netflix series. Not a movie for Venom, but a Netflix series. Lo- I'd be okay with it. I think um, I'd be okay all the with Netflix it too. series because you could have it I called just, Venom Lethal Protector. I would just hope they're not afraid to bring the property back. Don't do what DC is doing with having one cast for your fucking sh- superhero shows and then recasting it. That's the dumbest shit. That, I mean, that, that's a kick in the I, dick I, to these people that have poor. Like Stephen Amell was very vocal yeah. about it. He's like, yeah. I think this is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I think you. I mean, this guy has fucking created the property for you. He's selling it. I mean, and I know Rodney's always saying that he's too pretty, but Oliver Queen is not an ugly character in the no, comic, so no. I'm I don't really get where he comes from with that. I I understand his voice is a little light, but the the voice is all into interpretation. What I mean, that's what did you hear? I mean, even the Oliver Queen in Smallville was fairly pretty. He was a pretty boy. He was a playboy, a billionaire. You know, even if they'd have brought that guy back. I think it would have been a nice knock. I do I, like Stephen Mel more I'm, than I like I'm him. I'm still for having uh, Tom would, Welling as Superman. I would, uh, from Smallville? Yeah. You know he's coming back, he's making a cameo in Supergirl. Really? Yeah. yeah. But, but it's not, like he's I good. said, it's not. It's, yeah. Henry Cavill? Yeah. I mean, he's doing a great he's job. He's doing a great job. Like, he, I talked a lot of shit. We all went and saw the fucking Midnight Show. That was a great night. Oh, that so. was a great night. And I talked a lot of shit. I can handle. I'm like, I was wrong. This movie did really well. They played off the superhero basically boy scout well um little high on the destruction level for the fucking first movie which i'm sure that's a universal thing i like Zack snyder's explanation of it he's like, he's like you know it's just it's an over-the-top movie yeah there's gonna be over-the-top destruction yeah was it too over the top i mean for, it's a Zack snyder movie like, for establishing a for establishing a shared universe i feel it was over the top if it was just going to be a standalone Superman movie, uh, I think it would have been okay. So, <clears throat> so you got Venom, Spider-Man 299. Who's the other one that you said? Batman Beyond. Yeah. So wait, who would you get for Miguel O'Hara? Then? Miguel O'Hara, oh, that would be a tough one. Just because I'm not as well-versed on actors in a lot of smaller movies, I would like try to play up the, uh, probably get more of a, uh, actor of Hispanic descent 
because, I mean, he that was one of his things. I mean, his things was his friction with his family. And, like, I never felt like they made, like, his race, like, the central property of it. But, so, honestly, I'm not sure, and you are not enjoying that shotgun. No, I, I, thought, I thought it was the root beer that you, that I, that you uh, gave me. Okay. So, you ever, you ever drink something <clears throat> or taste something that you expected to taste like something else, and yeah. you get that... It's not bad, it's just, it's not, not what, what I was expecting. expecting. Um, so, now, honestly, is, I don't know who I think. Is that something that you'd want to be a TV show or a movie? Uh, what, Spider-Man 2099? Yeah. Um, I think it would have to be a movie. I think because it'd have to be, be a TV show. Really? To get the fucking crazy-ass, super, like, futuristic city? You mm-hmm. think they can pull that off, like, in a TV show? Because, I mean, come on. I, I don't know, I mean, maybe Netflix could do it. Or you know, you know what I think. It's, it's is it really incredible that like Netflix is becoming the bar? I love it. I'm okay with that because if if they're shelling out good entertainment, fine. Yeah. If they're doing stuff that that other networks are scared to do, good. Because HBO, HBO has the corner of dark, gritty, and adult, and Netflix. Oh, yeah. Netflix can have that happy medium between the two. Like, look, we have a Netflix series for kids. We have a Netflix series for adults. We have a Netflix series for fucking documentaries, movies. It's only a matter of time they have, like, young teens, like a Twilight. Yeah. Because Netflix seems to have, like, the Midas touch right Or, like, the Sense8. Isn't that kind of what that was? I'm not even sure. Oh. Um. Because my... My thing is I want the futuristic city, but I don't want it to come off, like, campy. Did, like, uh, did you the, see the new Dread, uh, Dread yeah, movie? Yeah, I fucking... I, it's Carl, that's Carl Urban. I yeah. fucking love and, Carl Urban. But I think... He had a if, great if show that got fucking punched in the dick. Almost in, Human. Almost Human? I heard that was a great show. But it you, was... It got great reviews. I don't know why they canceled it. Even it, if you could do it like that. Or like how they have the Minority Report TV show. Yeah. You know, you have stuff like that. You can, you can do it with TV show. And that's on what? Fox? What, for Almost Human? No, Minority Report. Yeah. If Fox can do it, and and Fox sucks, yeah. let's be fair. Do you remember the Generation X movie from, like, the yes. mid-90s on Fox? With skin? Yeah. Yeah. I was really geeked about that, because, I mean, at the time, that was, like, it, right? I mean, I yeah. don't think we had had any superhero movies, like, to that decent. I'm not talking, like, the fucking Dolph Lundgren fucking Punisher or the fucking weird-ass fucking Thor movies. The, before that, what, we had Incredible, we had Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. That was about it. The best superhero we had on TV was Spider-Man. Spider-Man, the cartoon series, the 94 to 97-ish. That was a great... That was a fucking... That set the benchmark for a lot of shit, in my opinion. The coloring for that TV show kind of pissed me off, though. Like, everything almost seemed, like, real pastel. Like, even when they had the X-Men show up, it was was real bright versions of costumes that were already bright. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like everything. But those real are still like looking. already my preferred versions of those characters. But I, even that, I was like, look, they're crossing. Like they use the same voice actors. Even I'm like, that's genius. Like you guys. But and then there's another thing. Like okay, you've got you know the, a lot of people like our age grew up on those cartoon series. You've been like for the X Men. I don't get what's like the reluctance to bring in Beast. Like he just finally started. You know, with obviously X Men Three, he got you know Kelsey Grammer, which I thought played it well. I thought he played it. Incredibly um, well. I agree with you that he's able to fucking shut it off, or he has that watch that'll inject him. Oh, no, on the in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like. I'm it. like, make him blue. It's what he is. That's that's who the character is. It's yeah. It's it's him 
finding out that, you know, me trying to change who I am backfired. So now I have to accept yeah. what I've I made look my like bed, and, I have to and, lie and move past it. Like, let me show people that I'm not what I look like on the on the outside. I'm yeah, just and beast, considering I'm, he's, like, man. brilliant. Yeah. He's, what, fourth or fifth smartest in the Marvel Something Universe? Like not not high enough to be a part of the Illuminati. Illuminati. Well, yeah, because Hank McCoy is a real moral guy. And I love that. So I don't think... I think he is probably smart enough to be in the Illuminati, but I think they know that... They're more go of a, for it, yeah. Yeah, they're more of a, the ends justify the means. And Hank McCoy is not that. No. But on the other side of that flip coin, I would have always loved to see Dark Beast. Yeah. Beast without morals. Just fucking hanging around sinister, making There's another character. Mutants. What the fuck? How are yeah. you? How, how, how do we not do Mr. Sinister And I, and so I know far. you're not a fan of him, but Gambit. No, I am. No, oh, Gambit, Gambit. No. I thought his double entendres and his little play with Rogue in the series made a lot more fucking sense than the Wolverine, Rogue, possibly implied subtext, but now she's with Iceman, who evidently in the comics is gay. One version of him is. That's yeah. what that's what seemed <laughs> And that was funny is the character got outed by Jean Grey. Yeah. I was like, wow, dick move. Alright, so we had these properties. We had the movies that we want them to make in a way. Do you think that all this stuff is shit to accomplish after Infinity War? Um, somewhat yes and somewhat no. I think the Spider Man a lot of the Spider Man shit can be set up independently. Venom is not contingent on Infinity War, although I've heard some people saying they want Peter Parker, Tom Hardy to... Is it Tom, Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Tom Hardy. Tom Holland. Tom Hardy is Bane. Yeah. Um, to get the black costume during Infinity Wars on another planet. That would be pretty cool. That, so like that, a Nazi secret war? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, but also I thought um, the Spider-Man cartoon series did it real great with a meteorite. How did he get in <laughs> Spider-Man 3? In Spider-Man 3, I think it was the meteorite. Because it's been so long since I've yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's been on TV a lot lately, and I've been watching it, but I'm always coming in after that fact. Because I feel like they missed a giant opportunity. Because in Spider-Man 2, Mary Jane is with J. Jonah Jameson's son. Yeah, yeah, Who becomes the man-wolf. Yeah. Um, but you have him geared up to go to space and stuff, and I'm like, fuck in the next movie, he's going to go to space and bring back the suit. Yeah. Which would be awesome. Yeah. Like, it could just latch onto the fucking spacecraft and it comes yeah. come back like, and you're I good. Think, or his boot. Something. And they just missed that opportunity. I remember watching Spider-Man 3, like, really? Like, this is how you guys are pulling the shit off? And I, yeah. I, from the start, I was like, oh, this movie's going to suck. No, I was... Uh, I think I knew deep down inside, but Venom being my favorite character to finally see it on the big screen, it outweighed it. I mean, I was already unhappy that it wasn't the traditional black costume with the white spider emblem. I think it. I think the black costume, for what it was, <clears throat> it looked good. Great. No, it looked good. Yeah. I just, I need that big white spider on the front. Great. I need that trademark. Because that's Venom's thing. I was more upset with the, with the casting of Eddie Brock oh. beforehand. Because, yeah, because I have Lethal Protector number one somewhere. Yeah, because they basically made him just the evil counterpart to Spider-Man, which, although he is... You don't need to make them physically yeah. the same, you know, doppelganger. You know, it just, I was, it felt unnecessary. I didn't think Tover Grace did the part really well. And whoever fucking, you only had like, he spoke for what, maybe 
a sense, a sense and a half using the actual mouth of the suit oh, before man, he revealed this. Killed me. It was the parallax thing all over again. I'm like, stop showing Topher Grace's face with sharp teeth. That's yeah. not that's not what I'm paid. That I'm was paid like what for. they did with the new uh, with Parallax when they made him the bug. Remember it made you know, they got the pointy eyebrows, the fucking jagged teeth. Not the parallax that, you know, was just stoic with the armor. Yeah. Alright, so moving on from comic books. You and I were talking a little bit about video game properties. Now, you and I both have a PS4. And our big thing was, okay, PlayStation, you've had so many opportunities to make, um, bring back amazing um, properties yes. that they missed out on. Number one being Animusha. Oh, yes. That we talked about. Now, for those of you that don't know, Animusha is a Capcom-based, or is a Capcom game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, with a lot of the same engine as Resident Evil. Yes, the pre-rendered backgrounds. It took place in feudal Japan, where a samurai is going around killing zombies and demons. Yes. With different swords. They weren't so much zombies as they were just reanimated corpses. Because they were still quick... They were able to defend themselves. That was just awesome to see. Yeah. You had fucking decomposing archers standing yeah. on top of it was so a feudal cool. fucking pagoda-style house. Oh, man. Launching arrows at you. And the the villains were over-the-top and gangly and, you know, just real Japanese-looking. Yeah. Which... Really well artistically done. And it was, it's one of those things that's like, why have you guys not brought that series back? Like... I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought back Dino Crisis again before they brought back Animusha. Well, they did do a Dino Crisis on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And they made it in space in the future with, like, all the dinosaurs were, like, mixed with some other DNA. So they were, like, their musculature was showing. They didn't have skin. They were designed. And some of them didn't. They looked like they might have been based on a dinosaur, but they've mutated. It, it was trying. They forced it. Exactly. They jumped the shark. And that's, see, I don't mind them bringing back Animusha as long as they don't force it. Yeah. Keep the game what it is. You know what your fans wanted. This is what... Stop alienating your fan base. A hack and slash, almost, with RPG elements of upgrading your weapon, yeah. your your swords, because different swords were able to do different uh, things like wind, lightning, fire, the elemental forces. So, this game had a real, real cool aspect about it. I didn't like when they really added Jean Renault to it. Um, I didn't like that the whole time, like jumping time frames, yeah. but I love Jean Reno. But that's that's a, that's something that I wouldn't <clears throat> mind seeing as a movie at yeah. all. Um, Once you start jumping present day, you either have to commit to the past or you have to commit to present day. And you could have kept it in the past. Like that's, I think that was part of the charm of it. I think the only thing that's done it and it only does it for a story reason is um, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, because all the action and all the gameplay takes place in the past. And you need that for Assassin's Creed, because, I mean, it, it helps build the story, and it helps yeah, make people fucking relate water, to shit. They're, they're fucking forcing the shit out of that. They're yeah, fucking writing that for all it's worth. Well, because they're releasing one game every year. Yeah. I think last, or this upcoming year is the first year that they're saying they might not release the game. But the movie's coming out. Yeah. So they're going to make money one way or another. Um, I, I would pay... I would put in for a Kickstarter campaign for Animusha, either a game or a movie. But it has to take place in feudal Japan again. I would put in more for a game. I would chip in more money for a movie. But I would be willing to fund more money into it for a game. Just because I love that series. And I know we always talk about, you know, 
they have no Hollywood at least runs out of ideas and starts rehashing shit. But I think games are the exception to the rule. I think Capcom's seeing that with Resident Evil now. You know, they released the remake remastered HD on PS4. It set records for a digital only game sales. Yep. And now that made them say, "Oh, everyone clamoring for a Resident Evil 2 version, which Resident Evil 2 is my favorite Resident Evil game." You know, I'm ecstatic about it. I will vote with my money, and I will give you my money as long as you don't fuck it up. They've just released two of my favorite PS2 games, as I told you, the Dark Cloud games. Yep. And even though I own the physical copies, and I have a backwards compatible PS3, I'm buying those games again to vote with my dollars. Say, please, look at this property. And that, if you're a gamer, that's what you need to do. Because you need to show people the worth of these games. Or else... Or else the companies that make them are just going to be like, oh, yeah, that was a fun game that we made. Yeah. And well, then that, that's it. We got some good awards and a claim off that. See, if you're to make Animusha the movie, do it like The Last Samurai. Yeah. Real, uh... Or even 47 Ronin. Yeah. That was kind of a nice... I mean, that was honestly more, in my opinion, more in the vein of an Animusha. That'd be awesome. Because I watched 47 Ronin on TV, and I was like... Wow, this is a lot. If I had known it was like this, I probably would have seen it in the theater. Like either they they need to fire who they did who did the trailers, or fire who did the PR because there was a lot to that that I felt didn't get it's the props it deserved. That's how I felt about Man of Tai Chi, which is another Keanu Reeves movie where it's like he gets put into this fucking niche of he's Neo from the Matrix. The only thing that's brought him back is John Wick. Yeah. Which, have you seen that yet? No. Amazing. I've only heard good things about it's, that, but it's, I agree. It's a very 90-esque movie where it's real over-the-top, shoot-people-in-the-face from a foot away kind of kind of action, which is fine. You know, if if that's what you're going for, it's it's good. It, it, I'm glad it came out in the time that it did because we had movies like Expendables where... Which Expendables are just meant to be an exactly. homage to the old, exactly. you know, movies. It's kind of like... Um, the Grindhouse movies. Yeah. Machete. But it's not... See, where... What what they do is they're they're trying to encapsulate the stylized movies of the 70s. This is stylized movies of the 90s, but it's not... You know, they're not using, like, 90s lingo, like, oh, radical. You know, they're not... They're not saying shit like that. Only, like, person, only ones that can get away with that are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Fucking better believe it. So... Shout out to Momo and Donatello. <laughs> shout out to Momo. Alright, so, <clears throat> we got the comic properties that we want to come back. Are there any other games that you wish that they would, besides Animusha and, and uh, what's it, Outworld? What's it called? The one Dark, that you're... Dark Cloud? Dark Cloud. Um, Dark Sector is another game that I was telling you about that I think was <clears throat> really, really good in, uh, in concept. It was almost like a Giver video game. Yeah, that's a movie I wish I... That's a property I wish I could see on the big screen. Hell yeah. Especially with the effects they can accomplish nowadays. And with them bringing back Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, I'm like, come on, you you guys are gonna... Oh, I'm sorry, not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, for video games, I always enjoyed Red Faction. Never played it. First-person shooter. It was the first game to bring in... Maybe I'm wrong on that, but at least maybe console-wise, destroyable environments. Okay. Like, you could be playing... Um, multiplayer, and it was, again, multiplayer that you had to sit and play with people next to you, but he could be hiding in a room, and you could launch a missile at the wall and blow a hole in the wall, and then now you can lob a grenade in there. That's cool. 
And I mean, honestly, if you kept launching missiles at the wall, it would destroy more and more of the wall. Yeah, because even, even now, like I was playing Black Ops 3. Yeah. And I play hardcore version. Now, for those that don't know... No radar, limited health regen? Yeah, how that works. Um, it's more realistic. You know, you, you don't have a heads-up display at all. You don't know what your ammo looks like. And you're just kind of walking in blank, which I love it because... It's like two shots, you kill somebody, which is more realistic as well. But I threw a grenade at a guy, and he's like two feet away from the grenade blast. Yeah. Usually that would that'd be it. Actually, it was against Nelson. Shout out to Nelson. Bam, 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 bam. Shout out to Nelson. Um, I threw a grenade, and I'm like, what the fuck? It didn't, it didn't kill you? And he and I are talking over the headset because he's got a PS4 as well, and he's like, nope. But he, he killed me. With one shot. Did he have a flak jacket? No. Oh, okay. But it's it's little shit like that where it's like, you guys, we're, we're in the f- third generation of this Black Ops game. Of just Black Ops. No, yeah. Which you know, I think is the better. Not even World at War and stuff like that, which was the same company that made Black Ops. And I'm only saying that is because I like zombies. Yeah. The zombies now is... Now what do you... It's not fun to me. No, I was looking to see, because I almost bought it when it came out, but I was looking for uh, what we used to play, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything like it, and I was like, I don't think it has that mode, so I'm hoping maybe I'll buy a Game of the Year edition if they get their shit together, but that really actually makes me sad, because I was looking forward to zombies so much, because you got me fucking hooked on that shit. Yeah, that was, <clears throat> that was the shit. Alright, so, you have that, we have games, we Oh, have... I'd like to see a, uh, another Twisted Metal. Well, see, I thought Black did really good. See, I'm not I'm not big on on racing games. If it's not like Mario Kart, I really don't give a fuck. Which is <laughs> which is my I I mean it's just weird. Like Nelson and I are very different in that. Crash like, he Bandicoot. Has, he has a Crash Bandicoot. Spyro the Dragon. Yeah, it's weird. A thirty year old guy maybe saying Spyro the Dragon, but those were fucking fun games. I even think they need to revisit some of the old school <clears throat> Nintendo properties that aren't Nintendo properties, like uh, yeah. like Castlevania, right? Stay yeah. away from the Symphony of the Night kind of thing. Like, get more in lines with, uh, uh, like, Super Castlevania, which was an absolutely amazing game. Um, or even Ghosts and Goblins, you know? Get back to a couple side-scrollers. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, the people that are buying games, that are really investing in games, are people like us. People that played those games and back all, in the I mean, day. Also, you, the company doesn't have to take as much a hit, because if you're worried about, okay, doing a side-scroller, make it digital only. Yeah. That cuts down your production costs. Exactly. You don't have to worry about discs. You don't have to worry about any of that. Let, let people and I, download it. And, and I'm it's... a huge... I love having the physical copy. Yeah. Me too. And But, I mean, for some of the older... You know, the games, if you were willing to update, like, uh, Ratchet and Clank are getting a full... Basically, not... I don't want to say reboot, but they're starting the story all over again with PlayStation 4 quality graphics. And people have said it's borderline to, like, the mid-2000s, like, CGI movies. Mm-hmm. And they're just saying it's looking gorgeous. I think the last game that I'd bring up that I'd want them to remake... Not not remake. Let me be clear on that. Because you guys already remastered it, and it is still beautiful. But if they were to either do Ico, or Ico, or Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, those part are, two. Those are two of your favorites. Just, just let's move on with the series. Like... There's such a huge fan clamoring for it. And there's supposed... Like, The Last Guardian 
was supposed to be out for PS3, which was yeah, their it's next game. Gorgeous. Yeah, but it looked gorgeous for PS3. So, so then, I don't really remember seeing any videos. Yeah, so then when PS4 was announced, they're like, "Well, we're just gonna make it for PS4. We're gonna redo all the all the cine, uh, cinematics, cinematics, all the graphics for the the gameplay, but we're gonna make it for PS4." It's like, "All right, great, just get on with it already." Yeah, because I mean, Shadow of the Colossus is like pff, at least ten years old. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys have to fucking move on with this shit. Or people are going to forget about it, and you're finally going to release it, and you're going to be like, look, we finally released this game. Like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. But that's where you almost, you have to take it upon yourself. If it's a property that you really like, you have to take it upon yourself to give a fuck. Yeah. Like, this is why, like, again, why I've spent, you know, 15 bucks per download of Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2. Because, yes, I own both those games. Yes, I've beat, I have not beat Dark Cloud 2. But I want them to continue with it. So. And with as much as I love Shadow of the Colossus, if they were to make a digital download for that game, I won't buy it. Only because... You bought the original and you bought the remastered. Yeah, and it's it's gotten to the point where it's like, guys, like you're, you're missing out on this great fucking thing that you, you can have. Yeah. And you're doing that. You're consciously holding out from this next game. Why am I going to buy some to buy my time for no reason. I understand. So, um, now going to games that we want to see turned into movies. Hmm. Besides Animusha, what are some other games that you want to see them take a stab at, but do it well? That you think they can do it well? Because I mean, Ratchet and Clank, they're not going to do it well. Twist of Metal, they're not going to do it well. Dead Space. Dead Space would be really cool. I think that you'd have to look at Event Horizon. You've already got a horror movie in space. Aliens. Or Alien, rather. Um, it's going to have to be a dark movie. I'd rather it be closer and, to Alien than Aliens. Yes, agreed. And that's the thing. Like, I was never an overly big fan of Dead Space. Mm-hmm. But I see what it could be. Just like the Silent Hill movies. I see what they could be. Silent Hill 1, I think... In as, in as much as um, keeping the vein of the atmosphere of the game, I think that's gotten the closest out of any video game movie. Yeah. Um, they've taken shot-for-shot shot pieces of Silent Hill 1, and they're like, we're going to put this right in the game, or right in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so when I was watching, I was like, holy fuck, this is like shot-for-shot, shot, you know, camera angles that, that change when you're running through that one portion. <clears throat> That's exactly what the game looks like. Was I mad that they changed it from a male to a female? Not mad per se, but just like you, you didn't have to do it. Like I, I understand in that scenario, you're they they feel as if you're gonna care more if it's happening to a woman than if it were to happen to a man. Eh, kinda, but for the most part, you have this opportunity to keep it close to the game. I mean, that's what pissed me off so much about Resident Evil. Yeah, the first one was just so fucking... You had... They borrowed bits and pieces from Resident Evil 1 Resident Evil 2. The liquors. But the thing... And yet, we st- it took forever to get a... F- and even the tyrant we got still sucked. Even besides that, I'm waiting for Resident Evil 1 to... To take place all in the mansion. And she's in the mansion for the first five minutes of the movie, then goes to that fucking elevator that takes it to the... The, the comp the hive. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like... 
Let's get some open I, doors, you know, that scene where the zombies turn around. You could have had that in the movie. Yeah, you could have done a good... And I understand with a mansion, okay, well, we're going to have them fucking... We're going to have an hour and a half of them hunting, you know, keys, finding keys, opening, you know, locks and puzzles. Okay, I get it. But give me a good half hour. Or even, okay, even besides that, give me Chris or Claire. Yeah, the fact that they've... They, like, finally, they, they finally the, introduced them, but and I thought, I the thought, whole character of Alice, I'm like... I don't or, I'm sorry, it. Jill. If they were to pull Jill in the beginning, like like when I when I first saw him, I'm like, holy fuck, so that's Jill Valentine? She doesn't look anything like the game. Yeah. And then, you know, it starts up, she's like, I'm Alice. I'm like, who the fuck is Alice? Yeah. I'm like, so this is Resident Evil by name and zombies only. Yeah. Might as well be wanted. It, it was, it was... But that thing, that movie was in, like, script hell for the longest time. For, I mean, I remember they floated a script where the virus was going to be a computer virus that started somehow infecting people. And I'm like, what are you doing? In the age we live in with bioweapons and shit we talk about, you guys have filmed the need to do a computer virus that somehow mutates? That shit drives me fucking up the wall. Because you have opportunities that you just miss over and over again with that fucking movie. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind them remaking that and going back to Resident Evil 1 and being like, here's Chris and here's Jill. Start it off. You could even keep some of the bad dialogue, you know, just to be Master hokey. Master of Unlocking? Yeah. A Jill like, Sandwich? Is this, it's blood. I hope it's not Chris's blood. You know, put all that shit in there. Because I remember playing that even when it first came out, like, wow, that sucks. And that was PS1. Yeah. Um... But that was a scary fucking game. And yeah, what's funny is like when, that, when that zombie turns his head around in fucking a PS1 game, you look at it, you're like, now you play it, you're like, wow, this scared me? Well, first time I played it was in the middle of the night with my yeah. brother. And we're like, oh my god, it's coming! And it's moving, you know. Shambling towards you. Yeah, like, I could fucking walk, like, I'm literally walking backwards, just knifing. Dumb. Um... Tomb Raider. That's something that I'll like to see them bring back into the movies. Yeah, um, I didn't think the Angelina Jolie ones were bad. They were. I, they were what the games were, which is yeah. fine. But compared to like the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition that you know we were just I was just playing before we started this uh, the show. If you do anything like that, it'd be amazing. Oh yeah, and that's why I'm like I'm surprised that they haven't like pushed for a Uncharted movie. They have. I mean. I think I, I'm pretty sure Nathan Fillion's like, like you guys oh, have to make this. I movie. would fucking pay money to Nathan Fillion do it. He'd be perfect. <laughs> I mean, the games are borderline. I mean, you could almost yeah. fucking just play through the game, and that's just your movie right there. I Liz, mean, it is so cinematic. Liz used to just sit down and watch Nelson play. She's like, I, I would stop what I was doing just to watch him play. And she's like, I, I never watched that. The Last of Us. Oh, that could be an excellent movie. Well, part of me is just like, man, you, could you know, almost what, make a... yeah, what could you, like, just take the game and just do the cinematics. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you could make a Last of Us, like, I hate using the word universe because it's so getting beaten to hell now, but you could do, like, okay, well, here's how it, the infection looked, you know, on the East Coast. Here's how it looked in the Florida Panhandle. Here's how it looked in Texas. There's so many different things you could do. And I, I wouldn't mind that being a TV show if it wouldn't be automatically likened to The Walking Dead. Yeah. Which, you know, props to The Walking Dead. I absolutely love that show, but I just know how it would be. 
Just yeah. like Akira, right? Akira, I would love to see as a movie. I've been waiting 15 years for them to make that into a live-action movie. But the problem is you've had all these other movies that kind of stole bits and pieces from it. Yeah. Like, um, what was the one with the teenagers where they get superpowers? Chronicle? Chronicle. It's a, like, if you watch Chronicle, you know, it's, it's one kid starting to go apeshit and, like, he becomes so superpowered, the, you know, military agencies have to go after him. I'm like, that's Akira! You guys made an Akira movie without fucking realizing it. Or Jumper. Or Jumper. Like, you guys have all these, all this shit in front of you, piece it together into one movie. Yeah. And now, what sucks is other people would see them and be like, oh, this is just like Chronicle. It's like, no, idiots. This is fucking some people Akira. De- some people deserve that. Fantastic Four... Yeah. I'm looking at you. You made a really good Chronicle 2. Oh, man. I'm glad. I, I still haven't seen it. And I won't. Like, I was at Best Buy today, and I saw they had it on the shelf. And, like, the shelf was completely full. There wasn't a single copy, like, looked like missing. No, okay, they could have restocked the shelf recently. How much is it? How much? 15 bucks. It'd have to be a $5, like... DVD that not, somebody would buy me for me to watch it. Yeah, for five bucks, I, I'm gonna it, eventually. If it comes to Netflix, I might. If I have zero, if I have nothing to do and want to get put to sleep, I might flip it on. But even still, I'm so like off of what they made it that I just I can't really see a scenario where I'm like, all right, let's look at this train wreck. Now I'm not against the actors that are in that movie. I am. The only I thought, one I don't like is Miles Teller. I think Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. I've seen some of the other stuff. I think he's an overrated actor. I, I don't. I, I have think not he's good. I think if you had put, um, is it Sam Smith that plays Falcon? No, uh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, I think if you wanted to do it, he could have done it. This guy, I think, he didn't come off smug or like cocky, like. Like, I'm just a guy who got superpowers, I'm gonna go chase some tail. He Chris, came, Chris he, Evans played the fuck out of that role. Yeah, he played the fuck out of it. That was the but best he, he part came out off of that movie. Cocky, lighthearted. Uh to me, the guy they casted came like from all the stills I saw, he was broody and condescending. He was like a borderline tough guy. No. He is not a tough guy. The human torch is honestly the guy that's like, Oh fuck, we're in over our heads. Ben Grimm is the tough guy. Don't fucking confuse your shit. That you you didn't even know like you wanted to fucking do something different with the character. But you're borrowing too much and like the fucking the thing was like uh, maybe it was just from the production stills or what, but he looked like a good 5 feet taller. He was like a walking tank next to everyone else. I'm like, uh you can say what you want about the first two Fantastic Fours. Michael Chiklis did a good job as well. Yeah, he did. Um One thing about uh, Universe X and Paradise X, I let you borrow mm-hmm. Earth X before. In Paradise X, they talk a little about, little bit about. Um, it's a comic book, by the way. Um, Reed Richards is trying to, or uh, I'm sorry, X fifty one Machine Man is trying to find the reason for people having powers, and they start to realize that there's a, their powers are based on their, like everyone in in the Marvel universe, their powers work on a curve. So, well, that's every, good because I'm stupid on a straight line. Everyone has a celestial seed within them. This is what the basis of the story is. Everyone has a celestial seed. At some, and everyone has a potential to unlock it. 
And what happens is, for certain people, their powers are based off of um, an exterior thing that happens to them that they're just like, oh, Spider-Man gets bitten by a radioactive spider. So in his mind, he's like, I'm going to exhibit powers of a spider. So that's what happens or to the him. the Sandman. The Sandman, all that stuff. The thing. So, you know, Bruce Banner gets bombarded with um, radiation. gamma radiation, so he becomes the monster that he's always feared. And radiation is always depicted green. But with people like uh, the Fantastic Four, theirs is a little bit different. Whereas <clears throat> their their powers are based off of their own perceptions of themselves. So Reed Richards, who thinks of himself as this, you know, expanding and flexible-minded person, becomes a flexible person. Susan Storm, who's always trying to get Reed's attention, is always invisible to him. So he turns into that. Johnny is a hothead. He becomes the human torch. Ben Grimm, who's always fond after Sue Storm, but feels ugly and jagged in He's the ugly mug every man. Yeah, who feels ugly and, and, and just jagged in comparison with Reed Richards, becomes this rock creature. And when I read it like that, I was like, that's a really fucking cool way that they went around finding that out. So, to rap, so like my perception of myself would evolve into my power. So while I'm able to emulate people in a certain way, you know, I do weird voices and shit like that, I might end up becoming a shapeshifter. You're real, uh... Angry? Black and white, angry, you know, what's good is good, what's bad is bad. You'd end up being probably like, I don't even know what your power would be. It'd, it'd be something, something having to do with just awkward. You're that, or you'd you'd be able to um, like see other people's faults, almost like a uh, Karnak from the Inhumans. Like yeah. he he sees flaws in things, no matter what he sees. There's always a flaw. That'd be something that you'd liken to. Downer, even if I was a superhuman. But I think that's that's a really cool way to think about it. Like you know, if I were to have superpowers, that that's a cool way to go about shit. Um, so I, I mean, I, I really like that in in terms of side note writing. I, I hate how jaded I've become on some shit. <laughs> it's it's who you are. Like I was telling somebody about you the other day that when when you're loyal to some somebody or something, you're a hundred percent, which is. A very noble thing. I mean, you have so many people that stay on a fence for everything, you know, to see what ends up happening. So I could be like, so they could be like, oh, I'm, I've always been on, on that side. You're very much, no, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. If you like it, oh well, that's I'd, not what I like. I'd like to think that I've grown at least to where I can admit when I'm wrong, though. Yeah. I used to never want to admit where I'm wrong. Most people don't. But I at least like, you know, like, you know, Man of Steel... I said that was going to be crap. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to flop. You didn't want to come with us. And I'm like, come no, on, dude, just no, please. Yeah. And I was glad I did because I had a great time. That was a really great evening. But. We went to Showplace Icon in Chicago. And for a suburban kid. Ooh. We went uh, upstairs in the VIP section. You can, there's a bar where you can get drinks. So, I'm, what, there were like eight of us, right? Yeah. Might have been more than that because. Yeah. People linked up with us afterwards. Yeah, we, we ended up having a bunch of drinks. I mean, we almost had like two had rows of time. people. Yeah. It was so much fun, though. Same thing happened with uh, with Avengers. The first time I saw Avengers, it was it was myself, my father, and my brother. And, like We had like 10, 
ten people with us. And in the front, in the row before us were a whole bunch of other people that I didn't know were going from our job that ended up showing up. And it's the reason why I like going to midnight shows and premiere nights. Because you get that initial shock value that you don't, that by the time day two or day three comes around, people are sullied by what they've read on the internet. And I can't stand it. That's what I was worried about with Star Wars. But see, I'm the, like, sociopath. I wanted to find out who Kylo Ren was. And I still had, it still had the same motivation for me to go see the movie. The only thing I left is I was suspecting that Ray was going to be Force-sensitive. Because I believe that was, that was leaked by a Target commercial. Yeah, because you had called me, you are like, what the fuck is this shit? And I was like, ah, oh, man. If... But see, you're, you're, you're special in that you can see something and it won't ruin the movie for you. No. Me, if I see something like that, I'm like, fuck, I don't even want to see it. No, I still want to see how it looks, because how I see it in my mind is still going to be different than what the execution is. Okay, lastly, last little topic for the day. Um, we're still going to chill after this, That's by the fine. Way. No, I'm telling you. That's fine. I'm going to heat up another round of cold. Then. Okay. Um, what's one TV show that you'd want them to bring back that they've canceled? Well, not one TV show, but what are some TV shows that you wish that they'd bring back that they've canceled already? Number one, Firefly. I was just going to say that. Two, Sliders. Really? I've never seen Sliders. Um, and it's, I, I'm going to say it's initial incarnation because of the later seasons. I think you had Dean Cain leave. He was replaced by his brother. <laughs> uh, it was. I'm a sci-fi guy. I love sci-fi. Like I've never seen. I've never seen Battlestar Galactica. I've never seen Battlestar Galactica. And either. I've heard. And I've never seen Doctor Who. No, I've I've seen um, an episode of Doctor Who, and I'm like, I just can't do it. Like it's so hokey. Shout out to Russ Blanchard. He watches. He's watched Battlestar. Yeah, he's, he's a big sci-fi he's, guy. He's gotten on me about why the fuck haven't you seen this? I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, and um, he said to skip the 80s one because it, it was what it was for the time. It's just like watching uh, V. They had that V show, late 90s, early 2000s, mm -hmm. which I heard was good, too. With Morena Beckerin, who yeah. was in Firefly. Yeah, side note, I like her with longer hair. Side note, I can't wait to see her have a sex scene in Deadpool. Well, if there's any doubt of me seeing that, that's just probably <laughs> That's and, a movie uh, I'm actually I'm I'm more excited for Deadpool uh, than I am Chicago, for Suicide Squad. If she's ever in Chicago and really I mean I'm not overly attached to my wife. <laughs> um, I love my wife. Any other uh, TV shows that you wish that they'd bring back? Um, I think that I wish they'd bring back The Office with Steve Carell. See, I was actually never a big Office person. Have I, you seen it? Um, I've caught bits and pieces, and some of it makes me laugh. Others, I'm like. I don't know, maybe my sense of humor is just not the same as what it's shooting for. But um, it's, it's some of its humor is lost on me. Uh, I'm, but I'm also very much often late to the party. I've just started watching How I Met Your Mother. I've seen, I think, maybe six episodes of that show. It makes me laugh. Like, honestly, even my wife will sit and watch it with me. Because like, it's on before I go to work. But I don't, I don't care for it. Like, I've seen six episodes and I'm like, what the... F like, I don't... Not to discount other people that like the show. Of course, you know, if you like it, watch it. It's gotten great reviews for the most part besides the ending. Everyone that I know loves the show fucking loves it. So uh, there's got to be something to it. Maybe I just haven't stuck out long enough for it. Because there, there are a lot of shows that season one sucks. Like The Office. Season one of The Office is too 
British humor, awkward, cut and dry shit. Yeah. I love it, but I can see how people could watch the first season and be like, this is fucking garbage. See, but it hit its stride <clears throat> in the second season. Uh, another sci-fi show, I don't even know if you know it. Uh, it's called Sequest. With the kid that killed himself? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the captain of the ship is the... Baromir? Or, uh, not Baromir, uh, from Lord of the Rings. No, he played the scientist in Jaws. Oh, you're talking about uh, Richard Dreyfus. Yes. But there was the other guy, the guy that plays uh, Indy's friend in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The Middle Eastern guy? You have to remember, dude, you're a lot better with actors than I am. No, I don't think there was an Middle Eastern guy in Sequest. No, he's he's not Middle he just played the role of the Middle Eastern oh, guy. Oh, okay. He's the guy with the beard, with the black beard and stuff. Um, I haven't seen that movie in probably at least the last five years. He play he plays the the dwarf in Lord of the Rings. Gimli. Gimli. He plays Gimli. Oh. No, the guy who plays Gimli played a guy on Sliders. That's he played the scientist. That's, that's who it was. Yeah, that I got those confused. Well, they were all honestly scientists. He was the they called he was the professor. I can't remember his name, but they called him professor. Okay. The heavy set. He's heavy set. Yeah. 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 Um, I had another one that was... <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and say Spawn. As just, a live action, or no. are you talking an anime? Maybe another anime. I'd be fine with that. I still would be good. I enjoyed the Spawn Even them rebooting movie. it. Yeah. It aged terribly. But, if but they were I think re- it's... Even if they were to remake it, i say the same cast. Borderline, one of John Leguizamo's best roles. Oh yeah, for sure. And this is going to make... Everyone's going to be like... <laughs> going to make fun of me for it. He played an awesome character in the Romeo and Juliet movie. Mercutio? No, Tybalt, Prince of Cats. You wouldn't know that the cats part. I have two. Okay. Oh, God, I had another one. Can I say I want to see another Spider-Man cartoon series? They've had so many, though. Yeah, but so many sucked. But, I mean, they uh, tried. I think Spider-Man Unlimited, that was terrible. Um, I don't know if, did you see... I think the Incredible Hulk TV show, the cartoon TV show, I thought was amazing. All the Marvel cartoon shows from the 90s were good. The Fantastic Four. I didn't like the Fantastic Four that much. I thought it was enjoyable. The Iron Man one was the shit. I still love that theme song. That's your ringtone, or it was for a while. It is one of mine. Yeah. Um, Wildcats TV show I thought was even good. Never watched it. Heard good things about it. Um... Battletech, yeah, based on the Mech Warrior series, it had really crude for the time CGI sections. Believe it or not, I wouldn't mind them bringing back Tailspin. That was that was a good show. Or even mind... Ducktales. Woo. <laughs> That's it's it's little shit like that that I would love to see again. Um, like I said before, bring it back on Netflix as an original series. Some for us to watch. Yeah. Because the kids nowadays aren't going to give a fuck the same way. No, that's why I just got delivered to my house the entire collection of the real Ghostbusters cartoon, so DVD set. My kid will watch that. I'm buying up <laughs> Darkwing Duck. <laughs> DuckTales. Ooh. All right, so... I know I said that that was the last segment before, but this is the very last segment. Well, this is how our conversations go anyway. A, a book that you want them to make a movie of. 
What if it was regular already book. made a book? Made a That's movie fine. That sucked. That's fine. Aragon. Okay. Um, I think with what you've seen in the Game of Thrones series, what you've seen in Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, I think you'd see how you need to make this movie. Which, I mean, especially now because they have always said that the guy borrows a lot of the themes and the ideas from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's... I just discovered, I found the book sitting at or at work one day, and I started reading it, and I wound up fucking taking it home, and I wound up buying all the books. I think that's, that was Joe Mays. Oh, really? Well, shout out to May, because that fucking... You ever, <laughs> you ever see Orange County? Yeah. <laughs> when, when he goes to the beach and he just finds that book in the sand? That's you right now. Yeah. Um, You're not wrong. I might go 1984. You love that. I think... You love 1984. The The thing about 1984... You got Caesar on 1984. It was written in 1948. 1947. But the themes of it echo so well right now. In the best ways. Um, the, the fear of government agencies. The, even little shit like, like this one guy's like, do you have any razors? I need a razor. And like today I'm, I'm going through my little... My, uh, little grooming kit and I'm like fuck I'm low on razors I'm like razors are like fucking $14 for like a six pack of razors it's unreal really weird like, for just a little piece of metal sharpened yeah, exactly I'm like do you do we need razors to be that fucking expensive and you know gas is what it is and stuff like that although fucking thankfully it started finally fucking yeah but now that's gonna affect a whole bunch of other shit milk's like fucking $4 a gallon now so you have all these little things where it's like you know if they're to make this movie now obviously they can't call it 1984 anymore um because people are gonna be like wow that's what it was like in 1984 because people are stupid Stupid. which they did make a 1984 movie in 1984 did they and it was um john hurt you've seen v for vendetta right Mm -hmm. the guy that plays the uh the chancellor oh okay but it's funny because that V Vendetta is based very strongly on 1984. Yeah. So he got to play the big brother role rather than the uh, the main character role. So I thought that that was a really cool way of how they did that because it, it almost mirrored his performances mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And it, it shows the uh, the strength of that actor because I don't, I don't think there's been anything that he's been in that I hated. I mean, he's the guy who had the alien pop out of his chest in Alien. He was also in, uh, I know it's a movie that a lot of people don't like, but Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. He was the, the crazy scientist. Yeah. And I thought, even in that role, he did an amazing job. So, all in all, that's a movie I'd want them to see. So, I know this isn't necessarily a UTJH show, but uh, make sure you check out UTJH. This is obviously going to go into the into the fold of, of that network. Um, I'm going to post it to the other guys so that they could check it out and let, let me know what they think. I don't want them to edit it. Uh, I don't want anybody to edit this. I might not even put any theme music with it. Just have it start off just us talking. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Uh, it's a real guerrilla warfare kind of show. Almost like a, uh, a band um, communique, if you will. So... Thank you for 
sitting down and just recording a conversation that we have anyway. I'm happy to be part of it. I'm always honored and flattered to be invited. I mean, you're you're one of my best friends, so <clears throat> for me it was like, this is a show that I, I, I wanted to try for a while now. Uh, obviously we're going to keep with the UTJ shit. It's, it's, this is not... Replacing no. it. No, not at all. And we're not, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm not looking to try to eclipse anything you guys have already done. No, no. I always give you guys mad props for UTJH. I fucking... I've listened to UTJH driving to work when I had to dig out my car after a blizzard. It's, it's a lot of fun. I love the show so much. If you listen to the last episode of UTJH that's been posted, um, I mentioned that if I won the lottery, that's what I would do full time. Yeah, like, you know, yeah I'd, I'd do the show professionally. And this was sort of just. If I fucking won the lottery, I'd pay you guys to do it. <laughs> this is just one of those things where it's. Um, just so I, I can I, keep my Mondays routine. I had the idea for, for you and I to do a show for a while. Maybe, you know, this might even be something that we do maybe once a month, once every couple months, just if we could get some stuff going. But uh, thank you very much for for coming by and doing the show. Thank you for everybody that will listen to this. Thanks. Uh, hopefully I sound less angry. Shout out to David. Uh, hopefully his son and or daughter yeah. will be born by the time this, this even airs. Yeah. God, that's crazy to think about. So, big things are coming up. Uh, stay tuned to the You're Gonna Get Disease Network uh, with You're Gonna Get Disease. Um, that just happened. That's drunk, something gay, badge dialogues. And be safe, everybody. Take care, everyone. We're hooking up. <laughs>